Hi, this is Stuart Weems and welcome to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy to understand strategies, insights and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, given it's January, I'd like to share with you three questions, three key questions I think you could spend an hour on uh, just uh, dealing with and analysing and trying to answer yourself that could really significantly kickstart 2019 and sort of help you with that planning process. Well, I think 2019 is going to be a pretty interesting year and there's probably two major or key things uh, that could occur this year that that, uh, might create some financial opportunities for people. Uh, The first one is, I think, you know, tax and tax legislation changes um, are likely to be a a key policy platform for both the coalition and Labor governments uh, as we uh, get close to the election in uh, what's likely to be uh, May 2019. And so no doubt, I think the Liberals will uh, announce some tax cuts, uh, which, which can could be advantageous for people. Uh, and certainly, uh, Bill Shorten and the Labor Party have uh, talked about changes to capital gains tax, negative gearing, and those sorts of things. But maybe there'll be more to come there. So uh, keeping watch out for them and see if there's any opportunities. Of course, uh, I'll be probably uh, blogging about it and podcasting about it if it occurs. Uh, and then secondly, uh, on 1 February, the Royal Commission's report, final report, is due. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what falls out of that and whether there's any implications, particularly in terms of lending and financial advice and these sorts of things. But without further ado, let's jump into the three questions uh, that I think you should be asking yourself in January to sort of set yourself up for having a, a fantastic 2019. The first one is, what didn't work well in 2018? So it's really good to look back and say, what if I had my time again, what would have I changed or what would have I focused more on through 2018? And hopefully what we're trying to do there is not repeat the same mistakes. So maybe it's something like you you plan to sort out your super and you didn't get round to it. Or maybe cash flow was a problem, you know, that you spent all your money and didn't have a surplus cash flow or you didn't save as much money or put as much money to debt reduction as you, you might have hoped. Those sorts of things, it's good to look back and say, well, 2018, how did I go? Uh, There is a couple of tips to try and address, because what you obviously want to do then is then address those concerns and rectify them in 2019, so it's not a a repetitious mistake. And there's really two tips I can offer to help you do that. The first one is that it's often a who question rather than a what question. So if you've got a problem, let's talk about cash flow, for example. If you've got a problem with cash flow and you you either don't track it or you're spending more than you um, think that's reasonable to do so in order to help you achieve your goals, then instead of asking yourself, well, what do I need to rectify it? I mean, you could ask yourself that, but instead of doing that, maybe the better question is ask yourself, who do I speak to? in order to help me rectify it. Because quite often we know people that have been in similar circumstances or really good at a particular activity or or exercise, and we can learn from them about what works and what doesn't work. And so what you're hoping to do there is save a lot of time, you know, to sift through all the possible opportunities about what could or, or won't work. And then secondly, what you're trying to do is avoid making mistakes. So if you know someone that's really good at managing cash flow, Pick up the phone and talk to them for 15 minutes. Just find out what they do in order and then pick two or three things from that, their list of, of advice or experiences and start implementing those yourself. The second thing is 
the chances of achieving a goal increase dramatically if you've got someone that's going to hold you accountable. So once you set a goal, and if it's going to rectify cash flow, for example, and let's say that you want to um, reduce expenditure by a certain amount in the first quarter of this year, um, well, that's a good goal because it's measurable and you've got, a, you've got a deadline. Then the last thing what you need to do is have someone that holds you accountable. And that could be a spouse, a friend, an accountant. It could be an independent advisor, whoever it is, but someone that you can report to at the end of the first quarter, at the end of um, March 2019 and say, did I achieve it or did I not achieve it? And just that mere fact of having to report your... Um, progress uh, is is most likely going to increase that. Okay, so that's the first question is what didn't work in 2018 and we can uh, hopefully not repeat the same mistakes in 2019. The second question is what are one or two things that you need to achieve in 2019 in order to move yourself closer to achieving your longer term financial goals? So all of my financial advisory clients will have a very clear understanding of the one or two key priorities that they need to focus on this year. And those key priorities have been set um, in context of having longer term strategy. So we know that if we achieve these one or two things, we're getting closer to achieving our longer term goals. And so those could be things like reducing or offsetting debt by a predetermined amount, could be investing in super, could be making regular share investments, buying a property, these sorts of things that really you know help you achieve or really build your asset base. And in order to do that, the best question you can ask yourself is what can I do in 2019 that will have the largest financial impact on my position by 2030? So by asking that question by 2030 forces you to really make a long-term decision. So we know if we buy a really good quality investment grade property, by 2030, all the problems with, the potential problems with labor's negative gearing or supply or um, the supply of new apartments, all those sorts of things, all those sorts of short-term considerations will, will have played out over that time. And really the fundamentals then result, the fundamentals drive long-term performance, fear and greed drive very, very much drive short-term performance. So let me repeat the question, what can you do in 2019 that will have the largest financial impact on your position by 2030? Great question, and if you focus on that, you'll, you'll solidify that into some longer-term goals and really work out what you need to do in 2019. Don't try and take on too much. You really only want one, two, or three things that you really want to focus and work on. Um, and if you're struggling to come up with a longer-term financial plan for yourself, well, of course, uh, go and grab a copy of Investopoly, my book, and follow the, the eight rules uh, through that, and that should certainly help you get better clarity. Okay, the third and final question, are you safe and secure? So it's very important that we periodically consider the things that are put in place to protect our wealth and our family. And the best time of year to do that typically is the beginning of the financial year because we've got a little bit more energy, we've got a clear, clear ahead and so forth. So things that you need to think about, uh, there's really five things. The first one is wills and power of attorney. You know, are executors 
uh, still willing and able to perform their role? Have any beneficiaries changed? Um, do you have up-to-date power of attorneys? Do you need a testamentary trust in your will? Those sorts of things. It's very easy to sort of review wills and ascertain whether they're up-to-date or not. It takes five minutes of your time, but it's actually important to do it each year, um, not to try and find work to do, but just to really make sure that it's all um, everything is in order. Second one is personal risk insurances like life, uh, total and permanent disability insurance and income protection uh, and possibly trauma insurance as well. They're the sort of four common uh, personal risk insurers insurances and you need to review them regularly because premiums can change significantly from year to year and also so to make sure that you've got the right structure and quality of cover. So what you're really looking for is great quality, really deep cover for a relatively low cost in consideration to the quality of cover that you have. Um, and having someone independent look over that is, is obviously valuable because uh, you don't know what you don't know. And there's different ways to structure policies that um, have less impact on personal cash flow, um, has greater tax deductibility and really good quality cover. Um, mortgages, looking at interest rates, I guess, uh, given the changes uh, last year, some of the things that you might need to consider is should you convert to principal interest repayments, you'll save about nearly half a percent on a variable interest rate if you do that. Um, should you lock in access to equity now? Uh, should you fix any interest rates? Typically, three-year fixed rates can be same or even lower than uh, variable interest rates. I know there's been some talk about the RBA potentially cutting interest rates, although I think that's unlikely. In my opinion, of course, it could happen, but I think it's unlikely. Uh, so really reviewing mortgages. Uh, fourthly, have a look at your super. Um, make sure it's in the right investment option. I've got a link in the show notes uh, here, which uh, has a link to sort of 10-year longer-term returns from some of the best industry funds. So how's it performed in the long run? Um, and if you've got uh, multiple accounts, should you consolidate them? Lastly, the fifth uh, thing to consider is then tax. Uh, do you ha have you got effective tax structures? Um, have you had a review of your tax affairs? Look, if it, if you've got very simplistic uh, financial circumstances, it's probably not a big deal. Uh, but certainly, if you're self-employed, something that's uh, incredibly important to sort of look at. So there you go. There's uh, three questions that you can ask yourself. Uh, what didn't go well in 2018? Uh, question number two, what are the one or two key things that you really need to nail in 2019? And are you safe and secure? Just a periodical review of those uh, key other things. It's really probably going to take no more than an hour to, to consider these questions. And it's possibly one of the best investments that, you, that you'll make because it could highlight some really good opportunities for you. Um, and if nothing else, it'll give you the comfort that you're on the right track. Uh, so I hope that's really helpful and until next week, bye for now.